your Coca-Cola bottler presents Claudia. Claudia, based on the original stories by Rose Franken. Brought to you, transcribed Monday through Friday, by your friendly neighbor who bottles Coca-Cola. Relax, and while you're listening, refresh yourself. Have a Coke. And now, Claudia. Oh, David, hasn't it been a nice night for a walk? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking of? Me? Nothing. Anything worrying you? Nope. Something go wrong at the office? Nope. I bet it's that old pipe of yours. What is? You're moping because the stem broke. It wasn't the stem. If it had been, it could have been repaired. It was the bowl. Well, it wasn't the only pipe you owned. No, but it was my favorite one. I didn't know there were some of the words you used when it cracked. You've led a very sheltered life. <laughs> you don't know very much about pipes either. Ouch! What's wrong? I can't see. Something just flew in my eye. Well, blow your nose. Oh, that never helps with me. Funny how you don't appreciate your eye until you get something in it. Or your teeth until you get a toothache. Or your stomach until you get a stomach uh, maybe ache. Maybe we'd better stop right there. <laughs> Look, here's my handkerchief. I'll, I'll show you how. I know perfectly well how to blow my nose. Anyway, it never gets things out of my eye. It's an exploded theory. It is not. How does your eye feel now? Terrible. Uh, step over here under the street light and let me see what I can do. None of this rolling up my eye like a rug. Now stop being a sissy. I am not a sissy. And why do men think that when they look at things, it helps? Hush, and open up. I can't open. If I could open, I'd be all right. If we're going to get what's in it out of it, you've got to open it. This is just the doctor in you coming open out. Open up. Oh, all right. There. You satisfied? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, can't see a thing. Wait a second. No, no. You must be blind. Probably just a little speck. It's a big lump of coal. Oh, and let's cross the street. There's a drugstore over there, and the druggist will be able to get it out. I knew it. It'll be that old toothpick and rolling up like a rug stun after all. You want to get that big lump of coal out of your eye, don't you? Can I do anything for you? I uh, wonder if you could help us. My wife just got a sender in her eye. If you stand over here by the light, lady... Can you get it out without running my lid up like a window shade? <laughs> That's funny. It's not at all funny. It's It's... Barbaric, that's what it is. A little more into the light, please. For thousands of years, people have been getting things in their eyes. You'd think they'd have found a better way to get them out. This way always seems to work. You wouldn't be so smug about it for your eye. A little wider. Now look up. Way up. I'm practically upside down. There we are. Where? There on the point of the piece of cotton. I don't see it. You don't see that tremendous piece of coal? little speck can feel like a mountain sometimes. Or a molehill. I don't think you got it out. It always feels that way in a few minutes. Yep, better now. Can I pay you for this? <laughs> We're not doctors. We just do this to help people. But I, I need a lot of things. Uh, what will you need, miss? Um, um, uh, what do we need, David? I know. Toothpaste. Uh, what kind? Peppermint. You're buying toothpaste, darling, not candy. It's pink, too. Uh, this is the kind I think you want. The pink kind tastes better, I suppose. Is this the kind? Yes. Hmm. <gasps> 
David, look at that whole case full of pipes. I'm going to buy you uh, one. Thank you, dear, but a pipe is something that you don't buy in a drugstore. We have some wonderful pipes here. I'll show you. Uh, no, thank you. Don't Doesn't bother. It hurt to look. You buy practically everything else in a drugstore. I've got a nice new number here lined with honey. The first time you smoke it. It burns your tongue off and smells like autumn leaves. <laughs> well, that's a nice smell. Not to a pipe smoker. Well, I wouldn't know. I never smoked one of these. Fact is, I don't smoke pipes. Now, uh, here's a good cellar we have. It's got a magnesium coil and distills out all the nicotine. That's what it says on the box. It probably writes underwater, too. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about that. Uh, how about this little briar? No, I don't think so. Thanks. Well, let me buy you a pipe? No. Well, just to show you I don't hold grudges, I think I'll let you buy me a soda. Does it ever occur to you that you're always hungry? No. But seeing a soda fountain makes me hungry. And seeing a beautiful roast beef probably makes you thirsty. Buy me one. You took the words right out of my mouth. Hey, what do you folks have? Uh, chocolate ice cream soda. Chocolate or vanilla cream? Uh, raspberry. In a chocolate ice cream soda? Who said I wanted a chocolate ice cream soda? Uh, you did, miss. I want what you have over there in the picture. Huh? Giant double sundae. Ah, oh, raspberry sundae. And put a little chocolate ice cream in it, too. Chocolate ice cream? And a slice of banana. Combination Sunday, huh? Marshmallow or whipped cream? Um, Sounds like the basic formula for the Marshmallow on the bomb. chocolate and whipped cream on the raspberry. Yeah. Here you are, lady. Picture has a maraschino cherry on the top. You want that, too? She likes maraschino cherries. Probably the only reason she ordered what's under it. Mm -hmm. uh, what'll it be for you, mister? Aren't you going to have one, David? Me? One of those things? suppose you don't think it's manly to eat a soda. I don't think it's sensible to put all that stuff inside you. Have a limeade. I'll have a Coca-Cola. Mmm. This is good. Oh. I'm glad I wouldn't know. Mm. 35 cents. Thanks. Claudia, you're eating that awfully quickly. I'm awfully hungry. They make shipwrecked men eat very slowly. I'm not shipwrecked men. There, almost finished. All right, take your time. Let's go home. You know, David, it's funny about men. Sounds like it was profound. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you know, I wonder if most of the profound things in life are just unfinished sentences. I'm not being profound, just observant. All right. What's funny about men? Well, they're really much more possessive than women. I always thought it was the other way around. Now, take your razor, for instance. You don't like me to use it. I don't like you to use it to take the paint off the window glass. No, not that, but you, you really don't like me to touch it. Is that being selfish? I didn't say selfish, I said possessive. It's your newspaper in the morning, and your office, and, 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 and your pipe. Of course it's my pipe. What would you want to do with a pipe? Blow soap bubbles? No, but if I move it, you look at it closely to see if I've scratched it. <laughs> and when I asked you if it wouldn't be good to boil it out over the stove, you simply exploded. I did not explode. Where I stood, you did. You gave a dress rehearsal of what you'd do if I ever did. Did what? Boil your pipe out. Well, we can forget about the pipe for a while. It's broken now. Mm, I'm glad I didn't do it. I wish you had. Why? I can't be as mad at myself for being so clumsy as I could have been at someone else. <laughs> well, here we are at home. Did you have a nice walk? David. What? Let's walk a little more. Down the avenue with the 
wind blowing in our faces. We've just finished a long walk. Aren't you tired? I was, but I'm not now. You know, I feel a little queer. Anything particular? No, just a little... Queer? Yes. Like something I ate didn't agree with me. David, you didn't taste anything funny about the supper. No, no, I, I thought it was a grand supper. It isn't bad, it's just... Just queer. Mm. Probably something you ate. Couldn't be if you feel all right. Could be. I feel fine. Of course, I didn't eat that poisonous concoction at the soda fountain. You don't think a little thing like that? I think just that. Come on, we'll walk a couple of blocks and you'll feel fine. Here we are almost home again, and I feel fine. I feel marvelous. With all this walking, I've worked up an appetite. I could eat a horse. We're fresh out of horses. I'd settle for a sandwich. Fresh out of sandwiches. What's the matter, don't you think? I'm worth feeding? <laughs> no bread. I mean, there's just enough for breakfast. Well, how about a piece of cake and a glass of milk? And don't say fresh out. Then what's another way of saying it? Because the kitchen's just as clean empty as Mrs. Jack Spratt's platter. Who is Mrs. Spratt, and what's she got to do with it? Skip it. I arrange it that way. On the night I defrost the icebox, it's my system to have an empty larder. Mm. Most of the trouble in the world comes from people who have systems. And you pick this particular night to take me out and exercise me into a ravenous hunger. Drugstore's here at the corner. Piece of cake and a glass of milk. Fine, fine. Then I'll be able to sleep. You're right with you, folks. They have some really nice pound cake with raisins in it. That's good. Hey, see what that kid's ordering? When I was his age, that was my passion. What? A chocolate walnut sundae. Walnuts and syrup. Sounds like a fairly innocent passion. It wasn't. They used to cost ten cents. <sighs> and one time, I earned a half a dollar cleaning out a backyard. Yes. And I ate five of them in a row. You were a pig. They were wonderful. Uh, hello, it's you folks again. What do you have, lady? Another one of those uh, super deluxe specials? I, I don't think I'll have anything, thank you, but my husband will have a glass of milk and a piece of cake. I've changed my mind. I, I'll, uh, I'll have what you just served that youngster over there. Chocolate water or something? Is that what it is? Uh, look, Claudia, if you don't feel well, I better get some bicarbonate of soda. Oh, I feel fine now, really, really. Well, just to be on the safe side, you can't be too careful. A, a box of bicarbonate, please. I'll send it over to the counter for you. Always wise to have stuff like that around the house. Yeah, Mr. Chocolate Water Sunday. Sure you won't have anything, Claudia? No, not a thing. Well, I, I am a little thirsty. Um, maybe I have a Coke. <laughs> you never can resist anything, can you? Oh, I learned my lesson tonight, all right. And here's a package from the other corner. Let's see, it's 60, 60, 65, 75. I'm, uh, I'm shy a dime, Claudia. I haven't got a dime. I have a quarter. That'll do. Uh, thanks. Uh, keep the change. You should thank me, too. It was my quarter. Thank you, too. All right. Oh, David, it's been a wonderful evening. Just us two together. Lovely night and a long walk. And... Mm hmm What's the matter? Didn't you really enjoy it? Mm hmm You really are moping about your pipe again, aren't you? 
haven't thought of it in the last five minutes. Well, here we are. Isn't it grand to have our own home and be going up to it and... Uh-huh. Uh, look, darling, why don't you go on upstairs and I'll come along in a little while. Why, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. I'd just like to walk a little bit more. Darling, you want to walk more? No, I do not. What I want to do is to break a vicious circle. A what? A vicious circle. We take a simple walk after dinner, and you get hungry and have to eat some horrible mixture. Then we have to walk further until you feel better, and I get hungry. Like a darn fool, I... You know, that Sunday was awfully rich and sweet. I'll walk with you, darling. I'd be glad to. And have this performance go on all night? This broadcast of Claudia was supervised and directed by William Brown Maloney. More and more factories and offices are installing those familiar red coolers so that employees can pause for a Coke and work refreshed. But you don't have to install any extras in your kitchen. Your refrigerator will do nicely. All you have to do is see that it's well stocked with Coca-Cola. Then you can pause in the midst of your household duties whenever you feel the need and refresh yourself with ice-cold Coke. Every day, Monday through Friday, Claudia comes to you transcribed with the best wishes of your friendly neighbor who bottles Coca-Cola. So listen again Monday at the same time. And now this is Joe King saying au revoir and remember, whoever you are, whatever you do, wherever you may be, when you think of refreshment, think of Coca-Cola. For ice-cold Coca-Cola makes any pause the pause that refreshes. called cavities on a stick. And now, Claudia. David? Mm-hmm. Yes, dear? You awake? I have the impression that I am. Oh, were you asleep? It's not time to get up yet. What's the matter? Nothing. I was just wondering if you knew what day it was. Monday. Oh, it's come to that. Just Monday. It isn't an anniversary of our marriage. There are other anniversaries than marriage anniversaries. Your birthday isn't until December. And I'm not talking about my birthday. Oh, I know. What? We met just four months, four days, four hours, and 44 minutes ago to the dock. <laughs> that isn't funny. Now I won't tell you. Please, Mama, please. <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> tell me or I'll come over and tickle you. Stop, 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 David. Stop it. Don't. I'm ticklish. 
<laughs> well, what anniversary is it? <laughs> All right, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. We moved into this apartment just a week ago today. Oh, my darling, what a brute I was to forget. <laughs> Can you ever forgive me? I'll think it over. And it wasn't a week ago today. It will be a week ago tomorrow. Well, practically a week. Do you realize we haven't bought a stick of furniture for this place? We have the bedroom. Except for the rugs, curtains, a couple of chairs, and some lamps. What more do you want? Well, don't you think we ought to start buying things? Mm-hmm. No hurry. Well, we have got a place to sleep. And the kitchen's furnished so we can eat. But we, we, we might like to have somebody in. Oh, Thanksgiving Day, I didn't notice that lack of furniture stopped you. Hartley and Roger and Mama. Well, we had the trunks and the barrels to sit on and eat off of. Now they're all unpacked and we sent them down to the cellar. Well, then, darling, if the homemaking instinct is staring within you, let's go ahead. Good. How much have we got to spend? As much as we need, I guess. I'd set aside about 2500 <gasps> That's an awful lot. With the price of things today, it probably won't be enough. I'll knock off this afternoon and we'll shop together. Oh, you sound so masterly. Oh, darling, you even kiss good morning in a very masterly way. I've never been to an auction. I've always wanted to go to one. The way you say that makes me wish I'd never brought the matter up. Why? I don't like the look in your eye. Something tells me you've got the auction bug before we ever start. <laughs> David, this is wonderful. What's wonderful? The auction sale. It hasn't begun yet. What do you do? Do you just call out the price you want to pay for something? Hey, there's an awful lot of men in the audience. They all look like they could be your... Uncles or something. They're antique dealers, most of them. Oh. Buying things the same as us? We're not going to buy anything. We're just going to watch. But, David, you said we were going to buy our furniture today. We're just going to get ready to buy it. Oh. We haven't examined any of the things they're going to sell. You have to look at them beforehand. But you, you, you can see them when they're put up on the platform, can't you? Not enough. But, David, if dealers come to auction sales to buy things, and then you buy them later from the dealer in a store... You pay just that much more, don't you? Mm, theoretically, yes. Then why doesn't everyone buy their things at auction? Because... Uh, because mm, why? Because, like most theories, it only works that way in theory. Darling, read your catalog like a good girl. It's a lovely big catalog to get for nothing. Pictures and everything. Say, how can they afford to give them away free? They afford it. Don't worry. Hey, listen to what this says, David. Furnishings of famous Long Island house to close estate. Mm -hmm. David, look at the picture of this sofa. Now, look, that's what I call a sofa. Which number is it? Um, 32. 32, 32, 30. Here it is. Genuine Sheraton sofa with original needlepoint. Hmm. You've got good taste, darling. Wouldn't it be lovely in our living room? Yes, very lovely. It's just what I had in mind. Say, you don't object to it being second-hand, do you? It isn't second-hand. It happens to be a collector's piece. It's an original. And that's good? Mm, yes, darling. Very good. Shh, shh, shh. The sale's beginning. Remember, we're not going to buy anything. Mm. We're just looking around this afternoon. Mm -hmm. On the of the estate of Ari Emerson, the entire contents and furnishings of a famous Long Island mansion will be put up for sale for the highest bidder. Look what they're putting up on the platform, All a right, checker set. Right Do they sell there. toys, too? That isn't a toy. That's it. Put it right up there on the table. Checkers Tom. is a toy. And it isn't checkers. It's chess. Practically the same. 
First item to sell today is this beautiful hand-carved ivory chest set, a rare item. Do I hear a hundred dollars? A hundred dollars. Do I hear fifty? Twenty-five. Do I hear ten? Three. Three dollars I'm bid. I have three dollars. Three dollars. Do I hear five? Ladies and gentlemen, is it possible I'm bid only three dollars for this rare and beautiful late 18th century ivory chest set, elaborately hand-carved and in perfect condition? I can hardly believe my ears. Five. David, five you don't need a dollars, chest five set. Five dollars, I am bid five. Five dollars, I am bid. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a crime. He's right. It's five giving dollars, it away. Five. Six. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Seven fifty, I am bid. I am bid. David, don't be silly. You don't play chess. I was on the chess team at college. Darling, you're out of college now, and we need chairs to sit on and, and tables to eat from. One table will do. I can only eat from one table at a time. We need tables to put things on. Such as we haven't got any things to put on any of the tables we haven't got yet. Uh, ten dollars. Ten dollars, I'm big. Twelve-fifty. I have twelve-fifty, twelve-fifty. Does the gentleman say fifteen? Fifteen. The gentleman wasn't going to buy anything, but the gentleman said fifteen. But, Claudia, just what... David, who are you going to play with? I'll teach you, heaven help me. Sixteen. I have sixteen, ladies and gentlemen. I am bid sixteen dollars for this handsome chess set. Seventeen fifty. Seventeen. A bid of seventeen fifty from the gentleman. Nineteen dollars. Twenty-two fifty. Twenty-two. You could have been nineteen fifty. And the bidder against me would have kept going up. I wanted to stop him. You see, there's a system to it. Going once, going twice. Sold the gentleman in the red. I've got it. I've got it. It's a steal. It's worth five times that much. That's good. Oh, David, look, is it stunning? Uh, Norton. Uh, what did you say, David? But they're bringing him now. Look, look, isn't that stunning? What is it? Uh, Sheffield Punch Bowl, 1820. I don't know what we'd do without a punch bowl. I have a bid of ten dollars for this eighteen twenty Sheffield punch bowl. Ten dollars, ten dollars. Do I hear fifteen? Do I hear fifteen? Oh, come now, friends, you can't fail to take advantage of this rare bargain. Oh, Just look at David, this. David, it's beautiful. It's I want it. What for? I have fifteen. I can't bear it. We've got two soup tureens from Aunt Louisa. Remember, if you have a punch bowl, you have to have a table. We use your chess table when you're not playing chess. Now that is hitting under the belt. Fifteen going to the gentleman on the side at fifteen, going once, going twice. Twenty-two fifty. Twenty-two fifty to the young lady. Twenty-two fifty going once, going twice, sold. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a beautiful piece of furniture. Just look at that. One of the finest pieces in the collection. One of the finest pieces we have offered in many years, and I have auctioned many, many objects out uh, over the years. Now, who will give me a bid of 15 for this lovely Sheraton sofa? <gasps> David, that's our sofa. Fifteen. It's even more beautiful than 15, in the picture. Fifteen, fifteen. Mm, pretty nice. Do I hear shabby, 15? though, don't you think? Fifteen. Come now, ladies and gentlemen, surely that isn't asking too much for this truly valuable piece. Fifteen, I have fifteen. And now I have fifteen, fifty, fifteen, fifty. Do I have sixteen? David, that's dirt Do I have cheap. sixteen? Because it's so oh, shabby, 16, I guess. I have fifteen, sixteen! Don't shush me, it's nothing! Sixteen, sixteen. Now I have seventeen. Who'll make it eighteen for this rare and priceless old piece? 
David and the sofa we were thinking of was four hundred dollars, and it was all eighteen. I have eighteen bid, eighteen bid, ladies and gentlemen. This is a crime. That's no price for this beautiful old piece. Ladies and gentlemen, the needlework alone is worth more. David, he's right. Eighteen fifty. Eighteen fifty. I'm bid eighteen fifty. Do I hear nineteen? Nineteen. I have nineteen. Nineteen fifty on the side. Twenty-two fifty. Claudia. Twenty-two fifty. I have twenty-two fifty. The little lady in the rear has good taste. She knows a bargain when she sees one. Twenty-two fifty for this rare collector's piece. Twenty-two fifty. Going once. Going twice. Are you done? So. David, it's mine. I got it. David, say something. For heaven's sakes, don't just stand there staring at me like that. Say something. I. I can't. But you love it, don't you? You said it was beautiful, didn't you? Now we have number 33, a pair of valuable Chippendale checks. Now, what am I being for this? Let's, let's get out of here. Excuse me. What's Excuse wrong? Me. Hey, wait for me. I need air. I'm going out in the hall. David, you're positively white. Don't you feel well? Oh, sure. I, I feel fine. Fine. Well, you don't look fine. You look sick. Uh, listen to me, darling. Do you love that sofa? Of course. Don't you? Yes, I love it. I don't even want to change that old covering. I think it's beautiful. From a distance, at least. It better be beautiful close up, too, darling. Say, David, why do you act so funny? Me? <laughs> acting funny? Yes, you acting funny. Look, darling, which would you rather do? Own one beautiful, lovely thing... Are dozens of mediocre, ugly things. One beautiful, lovely thing, of course. Well, that's good. Come on back to the cashier's desk, and I'll make out a check for the sofa. And twenty-two fifty for the chess set. And twenty-two fifty for the punch bowl. Say, twenty-two fifty's our lucky number today. Yes, darling. Twenty-two fifty's our lucky number. Oh, lady, uh, just a moment, lady. That man's calling us, David. What's he want, do you think? I'm past thinking. I just want to get out of uh, here. Excuse me, but uh, you're the lady that just bought the shirt and sofa for twenty-two fifty. You wouldn't consider selling it, would you? Why should I, for goodness sake? Uh, Claudia, wait a minute. But, David, I don't want to sell it. Where could we get another one at the same price? Well, there ain't no harm in asking. Thought maybe you'd want to make a little profit on it. I'd be willing to give you twenty-five for it. But if you wanted it, why didn't you bid on it? Uh... Well, frankly, lady, I did bid on it. I got a client asked me to get it for her, and I know she's going to hate to lose it. I bet she is. Uh, to be honest with you, the way you bid, lady, scared me off. It sort of takes courage to jump a bid like you did. I don't know what you're talking about. You wouldn't consider letting me have it for, say, 2600 would you? No, I love that sofa. I would... What did you say? 2600 what? $2,600, Claudia. The gentleman is asking you to sell the sofa that you just bought for $2,250 for $2,600. David, what have I done? It's what are you going to do? I think... I think I'm going to faint. <laughs> This broadcast of Claudia was supervised and directed by William Brown Maloney. Your day's work is done and you slide comfortably into your favorite armchair. 
The music is soft and pleasant. What more could you ask? Just one thing. An ice-cold Coca-Cola for the pause that refreshes. Now that more Coke is available, you might as well buy it by the case. Then there'll always be plenty in the refrigerator for hospitality as well as family refreshment. Suppose you ask your grocer or service station attendant to put a case in your car tomorrow. Every day, Monday through Friday, Claudia comes to you transcribed with the best wishes of your friendly neighbor who bottles Coca-Cola. So listen again tomorrow at the same time. And now this is Joe King saying au revoir and remember, whoever you are, whatever you do, wherever you may be, when you think of refreshment, think of Coca-Cola, for ice-cold Coca-Cola makes any pause the pause that refreshes.